Welcome to BitFaced. What follows is, as promised, part two of the grand opening at Kapow Comics and Coffee. We had so much good stuff, we couldn't put it all in one episode. In fact, we had so much good stuff, we can't even put it into two episodes. We had to get really picky with this. So the interviews that follow, uh, first off, we've got Super Day of Rains and the High Priestess. I'm not sure if she wants me to use her quote-unquote muggle name, so I won't, even though she might give it out on the cast. And we talked to them about a lot of various geeky stuff. After that, we have what might be my favorite interview of this entire year. Steve Perkins is a, a cosplayer and does a whole bunch of other stuff, but he didn't sit down with us as Steve Perkins. He sat down with us as Loki, the god of mischief, and stuck with his character, wouldn't you agree, Tyler, to a T. Yeah. In fact, it was probably one of my favorite interviews as well, because he sat down and for the longest time, we we actually couldn't pull him out of character. Yeah. I, I, I try at multiple points to get him to talk to me as himself, and he stays in character, and it was very entertaining for Tyler and myself. So sorry that the episode is a little bit longer. This is what we kind of trimmed out of the live stream, but we wanted to make sure that both of these interviews got out there. We did cut a couple things. Um, unfortunately, Dylan came on and talked to us. He did have a whole episode a couple weeks ago, so I hope that's consolation for him. And then we did sit down with one of our favorite people in the world, Nick Gochis. Unfortunately, that's going to have to get cut too in spirit of time. So Nick, I hope you don't hate us, brother, but you know you're welcome to come back on anytime that you want. So yeah, what follows here is part two of our Kapow Comics and Coffee grand opening live stream. Just a couple interviews we wanted to give to you fans. I will say next week's episode, which is already in the can, we had Adam Gumbert from the Mike Kings podcast on and what a fun time with that in fact we taped a whole episode and then i think we talked to adam for another hour and a half after the episode because he's such a good guy we can't wait to share that for you so normally i don't like promising things that we can't deliver on this one's in the can and it'll definitely be next we've got some really exciting stuff coming up we might announce it before the gumbert episode we'll definitely be putting it on the facebook page and as you guys know please always follow us on facebook bitfaced on twitter I'm doing a horror movie month thing right now on the Eric G. Hollis Twitter. You can follow me there and subscribe. We don't ask you guys for much. We don't ask you guys for anything. In fact, all we ask is for just a little bit of uh, a little bit of love. Please subscribe on iTunes. In fact, if you're so inclined, leave us a good review. Tyler and I would certainly appreciate that. Anyway, um, after the Bitface theme, you will have part two of the Kapow Grand opening. They're, they're still on, so you're still I good. I appreciate that. And, yeah. and they're straight? My ears aren't crooked? They're not crooked. Thank you. Well, I can I can only see one of them behind your headset. Okay, no, they, they look good. You're yeah. good to go. Appreciate that. Hey, at least I can do. Nobody wants crooked ears. <laughs> no, nobody does. 
So you guys both with Big Show Entertainment then? Yes. Okay, but you sound like you're with like a hundred other groups too, so you can talk about whatever you want. I am with everything. That's because I don't have a muggle job, so I do everything. I'm a crazy person who works for herself, and so that's how that goes. So, hang on, I'm going to wait until he sits down and then you can... You're going to need to talk a little bit more into the mic. All right, I will talk a little bit more into the mic. Is that better? Yeah, you can pull it like right up to you. There we go. There Make you love go. to the mic. Hello, Mike. Nice to meet you. We often tell people that they do have to make love to the mic, so Hi. you're doing a good job with that right now. It's very nice to meet you. <laughs> wow, caressing the mic. Well, you know, if I'm going to make love to it, I have to get to know it really well. <laughs> I've always wanted a pair of these. I'm They're, an audiophile. Yeah. They're pretty nice. I think you'll yeah. like them. Yeah, these are great. And they're like some of the best bangs for the buck headphones that you can buy. Yeah, I think uh, I think we got them for only 50 bucks a pop. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know. My really nice headphones that I have are noise-canceling ones that Dad gave me when he got better ones. Hmm. Wow. I, I'm a big... Um, I like uh, KHA. I think it's KHA. It's a British headphone. Huh. I don't know. Um, but... Um, there's some, you know, always say that, uh, you know, people want to say Beats. I think that they're junk. <laughs> I've heard a lot of bad things about Beats, especially price for what you get. Yeah, exactly. I think, uh, you know, V-Moda, um, God, there's uh, Sennheisers, uh, the Audio-Technicas, which I think are some of the best bang-for-the-buck headphones on the market. That's so. kind of what we figured when we did the, the research. You know, we had X amount of budget, and, hey, we need to get this. So right. let's, let's find the best kind of gear that we can get. And that's that's how we went. I mean, we used to record with, a, what, a Yeti microphone, just one Yeti microphone. Wow. And we've gone from that to this. Because we started, I guess, same time you guys said, about 2013, right, Tyler, 2014? Uh, probably 2014. 14. Wow. Yeah. yeah well, I, this is quite the setup since then. Yeah, definitely. So. Look at you guys go. Uh, well, what happened was is we got invited to uh, do a podcast on movie set, and we didn't want to show up with one Yeti microphone. And, uh, right. What was the movie set? Uh, the movie's called Strip Club Massacre. It's actually coming out. On, uh, it's coming out in a couple weeks. I don't even care if the movie sucks. It's called Strip Club Massacre. Tyler That's like avocado. His- you know, what is it? Uh, Prana Women of the Avocado Jungle of Death. You just have to see it because of the title of the movie. Yeah, Tyler actually gets his say? first lap dance on uh, on camera, uh, believe it or not. Congratulations. <laughs> you the man. So it was a lot of fun. Well, let me get some intro out of the way here. Was it we'll... a girl? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> well, it was a fair what? question. What was his first lap dance from a chick? Yeah, it was. <laughs> okay. Just checking. <laughs> I would I would have preferred the other way though. So that was a, that was a great question to ask I'm him. Just saying, you know. It, no, it was a valid question. Oh I mean, my goodness! It, it may not have been. <laughs> okay, so we're doing introductions now. Yeah, I, I, I figured since right we're on. gonna we're gonna start getting right into this, I'd introduce you guys first. Okay. Uh, so Tyler and I are down at Kapow Comics today. Uh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. First people to sit down with us today uh, from Big Show Entertainment Network. We've got Super Dave Rains and. The High Priestess. What um, up? And what I want to start with the day before we go off on a million tangents, you have to tell me. You told me the story already, kind of, but fully tell me the story about why you don't have a muggle job anymore. Okay. So we were discussing the fact that 
I, unlike everyone else at this table, do not have a muggle job. I left the corporate world because I was forcibly removed from the corporate world by an accident. I broke my back two years ago. Actually, two years and two months ago as of uh, uh, give or take a couple of days. I went down a 35-foot-tall inflatable water slide at a sex club in Denver. Not going to name names because I signed a confidentiality agreement. But I went down a water slide that was not set up properly and hit something that was underneath the slide. Ended up with a 25% compression fracture in my lower back. Was taken out on a stretcher uh, in the hospital for a couple of days. Ended up coming out to my parents as being lifestyle because I had to tell them where the accident happened. Because, you know, I'm calling them. You're, my, my ex called them from the emergency room to tell them, hey, uh, Bobby broke her back. This is what's going on. And they're going, oh, my God, where did this happen? And he's like, she'll tell you when she's conscious. Don't let her deal with that. I just wanted to let you know she got hurt. And so told my parents what happened. My dad's response was very different. His was, really? Uh, So uh, got a couple of questions about these movies I've been watching. (laughs) My mom's response was, did they have to dial 1-900-911 to get you some help? That's good. Wow. So, you know, so now my whole family knows I lead an alternate lifestyle. I actually host swinger events all over the country. I was out in Vegas in June doing a big event called Sin City. You know, it was Sin City 6. Well, I'll be out there again next year for Sin City 7. But, yeah, that's why I don't have a muggle job. I broke my back going down an inflatable water slide at a sex club. I was wearing bikini bottoms, but that was it. It sounds that's like always this, the question: Was I wearing anything when it happened? It sounds like this is a happy accident, though, because this kind of led to what you do now. Yes, correct? it was a happy accident. It's one of those things where it changed my entire life, and really, I really miss wearing high-heeled shoes. I got rid of, and I am not exaggerating, 185 pairs of high heels. Wow. Because you can't wear them anymore because of your back, correct? My doctor hasn't cleared me for wearing heels yet. I still occasionally cheat and will wear them for like an hour or two, and then I'll hurt for the next month. Uh, but <clears throat> other than that, it was, it's been a really good thing because I don't have a muggle job. I love what I do. I'm an event coordinator. I'm a talent manager. I'm a you know, YouTube personality. I'm on the you know, podcasts and internet radio i am a performer i do a little bit of everything and a lot of different things and i love it and i don't have a muggle job my boss is crazy but other than that it's really fun so how do you guys where where do you guys connect are you guys both is this one thing that you do whoa sorry guys my bad. <laughs> Fully tell you the story about what? I'm over here. <laughs> I'm over here working. So right. Um, that's a that's a good question. And um, you know, uh, 
First of all, uh, this is Super Dave Rains for uh, Big Show Entertainment Network, as the guy said. Um, back in 2013, you know, I really got into YouTube. It's, it's still to this day my favorite place on, on the net. Um, I just fell in love with it instantly. And uh, so one day an idea came to my, you know, came in my head, and I was like, I was telling my, my friend Ed, Ed Chambers, who is actually the big show. So when we tell the story of the lore of how Super Dave Reigns and the big show started, uh, Ed's actually the big show. He was supposed to be the second equa- or part of the equation. So uh, he didn't want to do it. So I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, he likes to go by the name Psyop Warlord. So I was like, I can still make it the big show and make it really big. So I recorded my first uh, video out at EDC in Las Vegas in 2014. Uh, it was on my own on a little iPhone, and uh, Ed recorded the video. And then from that point on, it's just been crazy. So um, just putting teams together, um, you know, uh, Robert Ben and Bryson Lynn and Michelle Asher were some of the early uh, folks that came on the show, and we started doing a movie review panel over at Escape Velocity Comics, and uh, then we started covering cons. Um, Denver Comic Con was really one of the big ones that we we first covered, and from that point on, it's just grown. You know, it's it's gone from the movie review panel now to uh, Big Show Games and Tech Toys, uh, and now uh, we we started with uh, Big Show Cosplay Channel, which is uh, hosted by the High Priestess. So uh, we met at um, Colorado Springs Comic and Toy Con. Yeah, uh, actually, Super Dave had put a post up in the DCC uh, media page on Facebook. Oh, that's right. So all of the people who had media passes for Denver Comic Con had a joint Facebook group where the uh, organizer for Denver Comic Con was able to communicate with all of us in one place, let us know if any of the guests had canceled or where we could get media passes and all of this other stuff. It was a great way for him to communicate. And for any of the other cons who listen to this, I highly recommend you guys do that. It was fantastic and made all of our lives, especially as the uh, manager for uh, one of the groups who was going there, so much easier. Uh, but uh, David posted in the group saying that they were looking for another female personality on their show, you know, another face to put on their YouTube channel. And I was going, well, I love being on the radio because I was doing internet radio at the time and I was managing an internet radio station or internet radio show. And I was going, well, I, I can manage two things at once. I'm already doing 200 other things. Let's add another plate to, you know, I, I can spin one more. Let's go for it. I don't have a muggle job. I can do this. And so I uh, sent him a Facebook message, and I said, hey, I saw your post on Facebook. I think that, you know, your uh, YouTube channel's really cool. Let's, let's talk. And so I came down for Colorado Springs Comic and Toy Con, and he's like, okay. Let's see how you do. Go ahead and help me interview these uh, cosplay winners. It's like, you're in front of a camera right now. Help me interview these people. She was awesome. Okay, let's do this. Trial by fire is the only way to, to figure I, something I, out. I agree. And we did. And so we it was like, okay, well, let's, 
let's talk to these people. Let's get in there. Let's, you know. And the couple that we interviewed who won the cosplay contest, this woman had created uh, this Bantha costume. And it was so cool. It was. Like, she was using an iPad to see. Yep. Right? She'd, like, put a camera. And she was walking around on all fours and had a little plumeria so you could tell it was a girl. And it, it was amazing. You yeah. should check out our pictures from that con and the video. On, on our website. Yeah, it, it was kind of a, a Dead Mouse Five moment, you know, where he's got the, uh, you know, he's got the helmet on, but he's got screens on the inside so he could see. So it, it was really cool, and it was just one of those like, okay, well, we all click, and then we went out and uh, grabbed uh, some dinner, and it was like, all right, well, let's let's turn this into something. Let's. And so I joined the team and been running with it since. Where's the best place to watch you guys before I forget to ask you that? <laughs> so, go ahead. Uh, well, um, I was going to say, uh, yeah, at, we had dinner at, at the Outback, and that's where we launched our plan to take over the world. So uh, <laughs> we're very much on our way to doing that. So to watch us, first off, check out our Facebook page. Okay. So, um we actually have several different Facebook pages. The channel that I am primary host for is Big Show Cosplay. It has its own Facebook page. High Priestess has her... I have my own Facebook fan page that you can follow. On YouTube, uh, we have our own Facebook pa- our own Facebook page on YouTube. On YouTube, we have our own <laughs> channel, uh, Big Show Entertainment Network. So, And on there, you're going to be able to see... The cosplay channel, or the cosplay show, you're going to be able to see the uh, Super Dave Reigns and the Big Show, which is going to be our movie reviews and things like that. You're going to be able to see the uh, tech toys and game reviews. All of that is all going to be in one place, and that's all going to be under Big Show Entertainment Network. Okay. Or Ben, for short. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, and actually, uh, this week coming up, we actually incorporate. We become uh, Black Lion Endeavors, LLC. Uh, which is the parent company for Big Show Entertainment Network and all of our channels and everything that we do. So, um, you know, it's it's just been a it's just been a blessing to have Lisa on board. Uh, you know, we just uh, we are on the same wavelength. So, um, I think that um, you know, I am just kind of shocked at how much goes on in the world of pop culture i've always been a fan going back to the original uh, you know i'm kind of an older guy so going back to the original star wars which changed my life forever <laughs> i always laugh when i meet somebody and I say really star wars changed your life and i'm like it didn't change yours what are you talking about but uh see i'm more of a trek girl myself <laughs> that's okay but I- you know, I still think Star Wars. I, I is can't better. pick, guys. I, I love them both so much. You couldn't force me to pick between the two. <laughs> See, I, I've gotten to too many Trek versus Wars parties where you have to choose a side and then dress in costume. So, how did Star Wars change your life? You have to expound on that for me. Oh my God! Uh, you know, it's you remember those events in your life when you see something or you hear something that that changes the way that you look at something or approach something. And, and as a kid, I, I think I was 9 or 10 at the time, and it was just so mind-blowing because no one had ever seen anything like it. And, um, you know, it was kind of like a, a, almost like a Western in space, you know, the whole cantina 
and this whole idea of the force, which is kind of a, you know, kind of a kung fu master type thing. And I just was consumed by it. I have two younger brothers. Uh, you know, we spent time, every little extra bit of money we got, we bought Star Wars stuff. And our parents always got us, I can't remember a Christmas after 1977 where I didn't get something Star Wars related for either my birthday or Christmas. So um, we just, I could remember sending in the proof of purchases to get the Boba Fett. I wish I still had him because I think he's worth an unusual amount of money. And you couldn't sell that today because it would be a choke hazard. Yeah, so. I think last time I checked that Boba Fett's going for about $700. I also sent in my proof of purchases as a kid to get it. <laughs> older older as well. Oh, I Yeah. Yeah, Ke- Kenner made a lot of money off my family yeah. in the in Thousands. the 1980s. Yeah. But um yeah, and I've also also, you know, I I have one son and and I turned him onto it and uh he's he's a Star Wars junkie just like I am and and you know, it's just one of those things that um just I love and I'll, I'll always love um, it's you know it hurt me personally when the, the the new movies came out the prequels and they weren't as good we don't speak of one two and three yeah so you're reading my mind because I was going to ask you as you introduce your son to Star Wars do you start with four five and six and leave one two and three off the table well I started with four five and six and then of course you know him being a young kid during the the prequel release I think you know, one was what ninety nine or so. Um, we went to all those. He was big into Pokemon, and but uh, you know, you, you always have to start with four, five, six, uh, in my opinion. Uh, but uh, you know, we're so excited. Episode seven was awesome. I loved it. I did too. It was great. I actually sat in on the floor in line with my dad. We were the very first people in line. We sat on the floor for like three, four hours. We were the first people in the door to go in, and we saw it in 3D IMAX. And he was he was so excited because he was the first. He sat in line, and he waited for the very first Star Wars. And so I sat in line with him, and we waited for seven. And he, I, I had my fingers crossed. I was like, please, please don't be another prequel. Please, please <laughs> be a, a good wreck. movie. Please be a good movie. Because <laughs> we had nine of the family members with us. And I had my eight-year-old niece sitting on my lap for the entire movie. And this was her introduction to Star Wars. Was, was episode seven. And she's sitting on my lap, and she's freaking out the whole time. She's going, Mimi, Mimi, look! Oh, my God! And she's hiding in my chest, and she goes, okay, okay. I didn't actually watch the entire movie until the second time I went to the theaters. Yeah, actually, I remember taking uh, Alex to uh, episode one, and he would have been uh, six or seven years old at the time. The kid was on the edge of his seat. You know, uh, my me and my ex-wife, we were there, and he was in the middle. And I swear, he was hypnotized. And um, that's one of my favorite Star Wars moments, of course. The other one would be, I wish I had him as well. I had the big Star Wars dolls. And, oh, my God, it, they probably are worth a tremendous amount of money if I still had them. Aren't they supposed is. to be called action figures? No, these were really big. They were gigantic action figures. I got, uh, well, my whole cubicle <laughs> at, at my muggle job, which I'm working to get rid of in a few years. Um, my whole 
cubicle is filled with Star Wars and everything geek that you can imagine. But, uh, yeah, I can definitely relate to your story about uh, going to see uh, Episode 7 uh, because I was first in line. I had the number one position. I still have the bracelet. Uh, my friend and I, uh, Mark, we bought um, almost $4,000 worth of tickets for the uh, first showing, 7 p.m. IMAX. So uh, we're getting ready to do that again for Star Wars Rogue One. Is that going to happen here in the Springs? Yes, that'll be at the Cinemark IMAX. Uh, you know, the High Priestess and I haven't really discussed our Star Wars Rogue One strategy. But, but we have a lot of big plans for it, and it's going right. to be amazing, and you guys are going to be there. And it's going to be awesome. Are you guys planning on doing something like uh, like Movie Camp does for the event? Or kind of give me your ideas. You what? will just have to wait and find out. Okay. Well, now yeah. I'm baited, baited breath indeed over here. Yeah. We'll stop eating worms and then, you know, you won't have that issue. <laughs> I don't know. That went over my head, but... Baited breath. Baited, oh, baited. okay. okay. Yeah, I, you. I'm with you. All right. All I right. thought I was being clever. Yes, that's very clever. I thought it was clever, too. <laughs> yeah, we'll, um, you know, uh, speaking of movie camp, we'll probably cover them uh, a little bit during their event. I haven't had a chance to talk to them in depth, but we have been in conversations. So, um, as uh, HP said, uh, you'll have to stay tuned. It'll be something big. Uh, the only thing that makes me nervous as hell is the time is going quick. Because I believe tickets for Star Wars Rogue One will be on sale by the middle of October. I, I think you're correct. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're. I don't know. I'm having the time of my life. It, it's. This is the funnest thing I've ever done in my life, you know, to be part of uh, the pop culture community and to promote the pop culture community. Well, and it sounds like, too, for both of you, that Star Wars and geek culture in general is a very familial experience. Uh, it came from family, and it's part of your family now. Not necessarily blood family, but the, you know, the community of geeks. I've often said when I go to Comic-Con, especially in Denver, it's almost like going to church. I just, when I walk in that Absolutely. door, those I are your people. Those are my yeah, people. That's how I feel, too. I, I, I'm like, these are my people. Um, you know, our plan. Um, and you folks in San Diego, if you're listening, yeah, we're coming for you because we are going to shift the center of the pop culture universe from San Diego to Denver. D- Denver took over New York this year. We're number two now. Yep. You know, I heard you talking about that earlier, and that makes me very 115,000. Now, we'll see what happens when New York opens its doors, because depending on what their attendance count is. But I think we're going to hold it. I hope so, because it just means a better con for all of us here. Yeah. Were you at DCC? We've gone the last two years. No, I did 16 interviews at DCC. I think I did 17. (laughs) It's not a competition, Dave. Oh. We're together. (laughs) How did you do the interviews at con? Did you have a table set up? How did you work that? I actually went to each individual person. So for some of the celebrities, we went into a private space that was set up by the con. For some people, I was at their tables. It just depended on who I was talking to and when I was talking to them. And I would just like to point out for my fellow Trekkies, I talked to both Garrett Wang and Manu Interame, both from Voyager, and they agree with me. DS9 is the best of all the Star Treks, and everybody else can suck it. What? What up? 
Okay, just throwing that out there. On the other hand, uh, I think that our our con is amazing. We have so much going on. We're we're doing pre parties. We're doing, you know, we have club cosplay in Denver now, you know, and that's going to be monthly. That started after, you know. Are during, you involved with that too? I am. Yeah. Do you know Elijah Montoya? Though? I was about to say. If you don't know Elijah, he who does do movie I camp. not know? Yeah, we know Elijah very well, and uh, we I, like. I am involved yeah. with everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the high priestess is like the great eye from uh, Lord of the Rings. She sees all. Sauron. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Eye of Sauron. So. <laughs> no, I was gonna. Uh, Elijah was yeah. supposed to come on a couple weeks ago. It didn't work out, but I was right. going to ask him about club cosplay. Maybe you can tell me a little bit about it. Sure. Ask me questions. <laughs> what is club cosplay? Is it just... It's awesome sauce. Yeah, it's... it's okay. Yeah. What else do you want to know? It's great. <laughs> okay. So club cosplay is a monthly event where all of us get to go and hang out at a... Um, completely safe and nerd-friendly environment. It is typically 16 and up. Uh, we all go in cosplay. Well, you don't have to go in cosplay, but really, if you don't, you kind of look weird. I'm just saying. All right? Uh, there is live music. There's a cool, always cool DJs. There's performances. There's cosplay contests. And it's just, it's a ton of fun. It There's vendors there. You know, from all over um, Colorado at the last cosplay, club cosplay, um, Don't Be a Monster was there, which is an organization that um, sponsors or supports, um, you know, going to different schools, especially around Halloween, dressed as monsters and full on cosplay and the whole bit and going, don't be a bully. And if you see bullying, put a stop to it, you know, support other people, you know, it's cool to be a nerd and. Not cool to be a bully. Don't be a monster. Dress like a monster instead. Sort of yeah. deal. Which is really cool. And so Club Cosplay uh, started off in California. You know, because they, they started it and then we made it awesome. Um, and Pink Unicorn Productions, you know, took it, brought it here. And are really just revamping it and making it, you know, uh, cool for Denver, Colorado. And it's typically up in Denver. The last one was held in Aurora at Stampede. You know, uh, they haven't announced the venue for next month's location. So I don't know if it's going to be at Stampede again. That was a good location for us. But it'll be posted within the next couple of weeks. And it's going to be fabulous. Yeah. Some, something our listeners will want to know. Is there alcohol? There is a bar. Absolutely. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, and I want to I want to send a uh, quick shout out to Greg and Sh- uh, Sarah Shoop who are the uh, owners of uh, You keep Pink dropping Unicorn. the government names. No government names, dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know. They go by Cosmama on on everything okay. or just Pink Unicorn Productions or just use first names. No government names. Okay. She has she keeps me in line, but uh, definitely uh, uh, Greg and Sarah um, want to. Speaking of cosplay, we can't announce it now, but uh, we are about to do something that is going to be a earthquake, a tsunami, a monumental shift in the world of cosplay in the United States. 
And it's all going to happen in Colorado. Absolutely. It's, um, hey, can we, can we cover that on our podcast? Can we be there? No, we don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> I love publicity. No. Um, I told you not to talk this week. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, I gave you my business card, so that way when you call, I won't answer. <laughs> all right. You won't know which number I'm calling from. I just don't That's answer true. any of the calls. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> of course we want you guys there. Yeah, we're going to have you guys there for the big announcement. We want you guys to be totally to involved with everything that we're doing. We yeah. think you guys are awesome. Um, I, I tell you what, I, I, I'm i so excited for what we're about to do with cosplay. And, um, you know, uh, it's, it's mind-blowing what we're about to do next with cosplay. And, the, uh, you know... I wish I could talk about it, but we can't. Say, you're being really cryptic. Can you give me any sort of hint here? No, but let's just say this. I have never been more excited to meet with a lawyer than I am about meeting with our lawyer next week to actually put all of this stuff, you know, on paper. So that way we can start announcing everything. You really don't get excited about meeting with lawyers because, let's face it, they're lawyers. But I'm actually excited about the meeting that we have next week. Yeah, so we Tyler was excited to meet with his divorce lawyer, but that was it. <laughs> I went through a. Uh, when I met with my divorce lawyer, I got really excited. I was like, "Dude, let's pop champagne!" And I, I think I celebrated my divorce more than I did my wedding. But that is neither here nor there. <laughs> that was a bigger party. That bachelorette party was bigger than my you know, bachelorette before I got married. Wow. I was like, woohoo, I'm a bachelorette again. Wow, this is awesome. I celebrated so hard I don't remember it. Dude, that's the way it should be. That's the way it should be, right on. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, you know. um, Single life. I I just want to cry when I think about what we're going to do next. Uh, It's just, you know, um, it's going to be uh, a legacy beyond what I could even imagine. So uh, we're really excited for that. On You're getting big, me excited now. I yeah, I, I I'm telling you, it, it's it's going to be. He thought he had big breath before. So, uh, but um, also a couple of cosplayers that uh, I want to mention: uh, Mia St. Clair, um, Girls of Geek, yes, and uh, Countess Tifa, um, mm-hmm. Heidi from Hide My Error. So we're all about celebrating and promoting uh, cosplayers on Big Show Cos- Cosplay Channel. And then um, on Super Dave Reigns and the Big Show, I just saw Magnificent Seven on Thursday. Oh, my God. It was awesome. So I need to go see it this You weekend. need to go see it. You need to go see it. I, you know, And check out our Facebook page to get the full review. Yeah. Just posted a review on it. Gave it a 8.5 out of 10. Um. I know you guys might, you know, this is my opinion, but I think it's the best Western I've seen since Tombstone. I was just going to ask you to compare it to Tombstone because that's probably my favorite Tombstone Western. Tombstone is the best yeah. Western ever. Ever. That's my favorite. That's number one. I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah, exactly. I've got two guns, <laughs> one for each of you. Yeah. I love that movie. It is just so awesome. Um, but the cast in Magnificent Seven is absolutely Unbelievable. Secrets don't make friends. Denzel. We're um, alive. Chris Pratt. <laughs> uh, Ethan Hawke. Um, I didn't know Ethan Hawke was in yeah, it. Yeah, he's in it. Um, 
what's his name? Vincent uh, D'Onofrio. Uh, I always screw up his name. D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. Oh my God, he was he was great. But definitely, you have got to go see Magnificent Seven. So, how often do you do movie reviews? Just as they're dictated, you try to get one up a week. Uh, I love movies, so I'm looking forward right. to seeing your reviews. Uh, we try to do movie reviews. Um, when, as often as cool movies come yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, this past summer has been a big disappointment. Um, we, had, we, ha- we had a great start in April with Captain America Civil War, uh, which I think might be the second best superhero movie I've ever seen. It, a tie between that and Winter Soldier, of course, Dark Knight being number one. But uh, we try to do movies as off- reviews as often as the HP said as cool stuff comes out. You know, you've got that quiet time in between August and November, but we're going to be really busy November and December because there's a lot of great stuff coming out. Uh, uh, Doctor Strange, uh, can't wait to see that. And, of course, in December, uh, uh, Star Wars Rogue One. Uh, And then another uh, movie in the Harry Potter series, even though it's not Harry Potter. That's the, the Fantastic Beasts Yes. I'm not a big Harry Potter fan. That's the one era of geekdom I don't know a lot about. The one I'm really looking forward to that's coming out is, uh, and I'm, um, what is it, Madame Pettigrew? Um, Oh, Mrs. Peregrine's uh, Home uh, for for Peculiar peculiar Children. children. Yes. That's the one I'm really looking forward to. uh, Because I used to read the books. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if it's Tim Burton or not. Maybe it is. I don't. I don't know if it's. I don't Tim know Burton. if it, it is it, him. It, it de- the previews definitely have a Tim Burton feel to them. And I, I don't even know if I've seen a preview, but when I saw the the mock-up at Cinemark, like the but I don't know what they call. I it. used it to read the Tim books, Burton. so I'm really looking forward to that movie. I didn't even know there were books. Is it a, a big series? Yeah. Okay. Well, not huge, but good. Okay. Yeah. No, and that that's November too, right? I believe so. Yes. Excellent. Do you guys? I don't have my phone on me. I uh, feel that a is September thirtieth because I just did. Oh, that's soon then. I just did a uh, review on. Thank you. Um, I have it all on my calendar, but I'm currently, I'm currently naked. Yeah. <laughs> because but, my phone is in the other room. But that's the nice thing about uh, Super Dave Rains in the. But I'm making love to a mic. I can be naked. Oh all my right. God! Uh, <laughs> I need a drink. <laughs> 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 we're, but, we're all going to okay. need a drink after yeah, this. Exactly. Uh, it's all right. We're in a cafe. Yeah. <laughs> good thing. But the nice thing about uh, Super Dave Rains <laughs> and the Big Show is we we keep the schedule for you. Every movie that's coming out of, of significance is on our uh, Facebook page. We keep the schedule for you. We give you the reviews. We give you the trailers. We give you the news. So all you have to do is go to one spot. And we do it all for you. And, um, yeah, uh, that movie's coming out September the 30th. Yeah, so that's uh, next week. That's next week. Yeah, I think that's with Eva Green uh, yeah. from uh, Casino Royale. She was the Bond girl. But, you know, think, I see you're wearing the X-Men. Life goals. Yeah, exactly. I see you. I will be a Bond girl. I, I vote time. for her right now. So <laughs> I vote for HP to be the next Bond girl. Um just like X-Men, just think X-Men when you think of uh, Mrs. Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Think Professor X, you know, and that's that's the, about the closest I could come to describing what, what the movie's about. Of course, HB knows more. She read the books. Just check out a preview. It, it's one of those things that I can't even put, like, wrap words around it at this particular point in time. My cousin Sharon and I have been actually you know, communicating back and forth. She lives in Texas. 
and we're just both you know, emailing back and forth and IMing and texting, going, okay, when are you going to see it? When am I going to see it? All right, okay, and then we're going to see it at the same time, and then we're going to see it together across time zones, and then, and go. So and we're really both, excited about this. Yes, because they're books that we both read growing up. That's awesome. I'm glad and, that you're getting a movie adaptation. Well, it's one of those, it could be really great, or it could be one of those things that just destroys a childhood memory. It's like Little Women. I can't watch any of the film adaptations because it was my favorite book when I was little. It was the first chapter book I ever read. Pretty big chapter book. I was like eight. And all of the film adaptations suck. You know? Because they all cut out like three of my favorite scenes from the book. Mm. And so I can't can't watch any of the movies, and so I'm I'm a little little hesitant, but that's okay. I'm still looking forward to the movie. I'm very excited about it, and we'll see what happens. It's nice that the property got adapted. I don't know about you guys, but I didn't ever think that we would be looking forward to a Doctor Strange film. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, in it, our lifetime. Yeah, I agree. It's so weird what's being adapted into film. Yeah. And you mentioned earlier that uh, it's a safe space for geeks. I have to ask, isn't everywhere a safe space for geeks? Now, haven't we kind of taken over? Yeah, we, we rule the have, world. but geeks at the same time, in cosplay, so what, when I say safe space for geeks at Club Cosplay... This is directed at you. I know where she's going with no, this. No, no, no. <laughs> it, it sure isn't. I also know where well, she's going with Well, clue me in, because okay. I have no idea. All right. So, here's the thing. Geeks may control the world. But as a female geek, right, it's not always a safe space, right? No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not looking at anybody in particular. Uh, Tyler. No. Uh. Should I be looking at someone <laughs> no. in particular? No. Here's the way I see it. Most, most guys who are, who are male and geeky, regardless of what your cosplay looks like, probably don't have the uh, kahunas I, to do anything about it. I, I'm not saying anything about... Well, I'm a Jedi Master, so I'll just use the old Jedi mind huh. trick. <laughs> no, just kidding. You, you keep thinking that there, Dave. <laughs> I've seen you at cl- Club Cosplay. All I'm saying... <laughs> Wait till I break out the Superman costume. It's coming. <laughs> All I'm saying is, as a woman who is also a giant nerd, it's nice to feel completely safe in a setting where it doesn't matter how tight my corset is or how you know short the skirts are or how high the heels are or whatever, people aren't going to touch me. Yeah, no you means know? no, guys. Cosplay is not consent. Exactly. You know, and even even though, like you're saying, nerds really do you know, take over, you know, being a nerd is cool now. You, you you can buy superhero shirts at Walmart and Target, and people are wearing it because it's cool, and they don't even know who the characters are. And it's one of those things where half the time I'm like, really? Do you even know who you're wearing? Yeah, Deadpool. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you can't wear that to church. <laughs> um, I was like, do you know anything other than Ryan Reynolds played him? Come on, <laughs> name something about him that didn't happen in the movie. Just try. <laughs> Just try. Oh, busted. You know, but I appreciate that nerd life has become mainstream. I really do. We are taking over the world, and that's awesome. But there are still times 
<coughs> excuse me, where I'll walk into the room and be the only chick in a room of 50 people. And you, there are times where I'm like, okay, I'm okay with this because I'm comfortable with who I am and I know that I can take care of myself and I'm okay with that. But not every other woman in my role is. And it's nice to say that at Club Cosplay, you are completely safe. Yeah. And I think that's important. And that's why Club Cosplay, when I say it's a safe space, it's really important. And they have people who actually walk around and make sure that you're safe. And they give a list of rules. When, you know, the DJ and the MC, they go through rules. And rule number one, when you get there, no douchebags. <clears throat> That's the first rule, and it's up in really huge letters on a screen that takes up the entire stage. You sold me. I know lots of them, and I'd prefer them not to be around. Well, see, there you go. If you act like a douchebag, you will be asked to leave without a refund for your ticket. You will be kicked out, no reentry. Right. And, you know, we want to <clears throat> make sure that everybody knows that, uh, you know, Big Show Entertainment Network, we, uh, we love geekettes and nerdettes, so uh, we want everybody to feel safe. Uh, in our, you know, in our work environments or our events, you know, we're, this is a celebration of the things that you love. And that's why I coined the term own the love, because if you own the love, uh, if you love X-Men, you own the love of the X-Men. If you if you love Superman and I'm a big Superman fan, you own the love of Superman. If you love Mad Moxie, you own the love of Mad Moxie. And that's why I'm so critical of Hollywood these days. Is nice Borderlands know. reference on a video game podcast, yeah, by the way. Thank absolutely. You, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I love video games. Um, See, that's the one side of the nerd thing I just don't cover. I'm, I'm just not a. I'm not a gamer. I'm a tabletop girl. I, I'm just. I don't do video. games. So then games. you are a gamer. You're just a tabletop gamer. Yeah, I think we game. all play games. It's just right. a matter of what I'm, we I'm, play. I'm not a console person. Right. And we cover we cover tabletop games. Uh, I know. Want to give a big shout out to uh, to uh, the uh, what what does he go by the Irishman? So oh yeah I, yeah you you you've uh, whipped Sean me Patrick into, yeah exactly Sean Patrick. So uh, I can't use government names, so I have to ask permission of the HP first. Yes, but, we don't uh, believe in government names. Yeah yeah, Sean, Sean Patrick is the biggest uh, gamer in in the state of Colorado. And uh, we uh, and interviewed game developer him. as well. Yeah, exactly. Tabletop game developer. Yeah, That's awesome. so he's hooked in with uh, Big Show Games and Tech Toys, and he's a great guy. And uh, we always love being around Sean, and um, can't wait to hook up with him again. I think he's going to have a really big event coming up. I haven't had a time time yet to sit and research it, but we'll definitely be covering that. So, what's the last game you guys reviewed? Uh, let's see. JB reviewed, uh, was it Recore? He just did that. And, uh, on Big Show Games and Tech Toys, every Thursday we do Throwback Thursday, which we highlight a game from the past. And I think, uh, this week was, uh, Chrono Trigger we highlighted. Um, so he just did Recore, and I think he's getting ready to do, uh, a Forenza Horizon 3. So uh, one of the big games coming out uh, the 4th of November, Call of Duty. 
So every game that is due out between now and the first of the year is up on Big Show Games and Tech Toys. We cover every single game, every single release date. We give you the uh, the trailers. We give you the reviews. Uh, we give you tech toys like Spiro, uh, the makers of BB-8. We interviewed them at Denver Comic-Con nice. uh, 2016. Uh, uh, Adam, I can't say his last name because HP is going to beat me over the head. Uh, Probably. <laughs> but uh, we have we um, did a review on lightsabers, new lightsabers. I mean, it's all... It, you know, we when I say we cover everything, we cover everything in the world of pop culture. And uh, we're available to cover your event, just like we're doing today at Kapow. And I want to thank uh, Mark and Laura. Uh, I use government... Uh, I didn't use government names either. So okay. I want to thank First them for... First names are okay. Yeah. <laughs> She's training me. So... Um, <laughs> He wanna, can be taught. Yeah, exactly. I want to. I want to thank them for having us here today. We love covering uh, uh, everyone's event. We want to. We want to celebrate because you know, we talked about a little bit earlier about you know growing up as a geek and you know, um, you know we were always kind of the outsiders, and now today we're the insiders, and uh, I love that. You know, um, you know, like you said, it's like going to church. You know, uh, I, I feel like when I'm at a con or an event like this, I'm with my family. I'm with my people. And, and uh, you know, we, we want to do everything we can to celebrate uh, the culture. And I, I think that's uh, I think it's very important. And I don't I don't know about you guys, but I don't have any sort of resentment to the past. Yeah, we, we were the outsiders, but that was kind of fun, too. Yeah, that was fun. fun as, too. Not as much fun as being the insider is. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. See, I've always worn so many different hats that, and I'm a military kid. Oh, I I am too. Actually, so is Tyler. So it, it's one of those I'm, things I'm where <laughs> it, it's Air like Force. I, I've never really felt like outsider versus insider versus any of that sort of thing, where it's always just been I'm me, and you can either deal with it or not. And if you're going to deal with it, cool. And if not be in your own space and I'm not going to deal with you either. And so I don't really think of it as us versus them or any of that sort of thing. Cause that's just a waste of time and energy. But as far as I'm concerned, things are awesome. I really love the nerd culture. I mean, I'm the high priestess for a reason. I actually have, if you check out the collective, like the Borg on Facebook, Right, we have a religion. It's listed as a religion, and everything on Facebook. It's our it's own its own religious group. There's a, a logo and everything. There's a proper blessing. R two D two be with you. The proper <laughs> response is so say we all. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, there there's hand gestures and everything. You just can't see it because you know it's a podcast. But it, it's R two D two be with you, and then so say we all. Hand gesture, you know, first is from is Vogue because I'm a girly girl, and then the second is from Dune, the remake because I think the remake is better. I'm sorry to anybody who likes the original with Sting, but I like the remake better. I didn't even know they remade it. I didn't either. <laughs> I, I like the remake better because then they also did Children of Dune. You know, Are these TV movies. Yes. Okay, that's why. Are they on Netflix? No, but I have the DVDs. Oh. I have to check that out. We have to have like a viewing or something. Yeah, exactly. I'm down. Boxed wine and Dune. 
<laughs> I'm hey, I'm on a budget. Okay. Well, I'm a cognac guy and cigars. <laughs> yeah, I, I I drink red wine and eat dark chocolate. That's my jam. Awesome. Well, um, I also want to say that uh, Sean Howerton just walked in the door here, and uh, that is a full-on government name. Oh my God, Sean, my buddy Sean, who is uh, a big DC guy, uh, and he's going to be joining us on Super Dave Rains and the Big Show. Uh, he was there on one of the first one or two videos, so. Um, just wanted to mention that that he's going to be joining us and doing movie reviews and this guy is one of the smartest guys i know uh in the world of dc so i agree with all that well i'd like to apologize for the use of your government name because you know we're working on it but she's training me he, he still he needs, needs to training. be taught. Yeah. yeah, you know, I think just a shot caller every time he uses a government there you name. Go. Just push the button. I'll yeah. be dead. <laughs> I'll, I'll set it on stun. <laughs> All right. So I, I can tell you believe in Pavlovian methods as far as training your co-hosts. You know, technically, he's a co-host slash business partner slash client. So yeah. We you had know, to start using the term co-host because anytime I would introduce Tyler as my partner, there's just other connotations there that we weren't ready to deal with. So. Welcome to the new age, my yeah, friends. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Th- things that things have changed. You know, people are breaking their backs on yeah. water slides. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, like, you know, one nine hundred nine one one gets you really hot firemen. <laughs> Uh, what about the fire girls? <laughs> you, I was so out of it. I don't even remember right. who showed up. Yeah. I All bet. I know is give me pain meds. I hurt. Yeah. Well, we're glad you're here and uh, that you're pulled through that. But, you know, it means I don't have a muggle job and I can be here with you fine people. Right. So. So what's your area of expertise? Other than D.C. Apparently. Other than D.C. Not sure that I have any area of expertise. Uh, DC, Jack of all trades. Uh, DC is what I'm more into. Um, I love all the movies. Uh, uh, not up on it as much as Dave has been. Uh, just due to some family stuff that's been going on. But uh, um, getting more into the Marvel, you know. So. In fact, just I'm a little behind the times, but we just uh, just watched Captain America's the. Uh, Make love to the mic. Make so. love to the mic. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. There you there, go. There's some love yeah, for the so, mic. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we just watched the uh, the new Captain America last night. So, what'd you think? Uh, outstanding. outstanding. I thought so too. I, I think one of the best, not just one of the best superhero related movies I've seen, but honestly, story wise, the way it was laid out, it, one of the best movies I've ever seen. Yeah, so. I, I thought so too. So, does your love of DC come yeah. from your childhood? Yeah, no, and it's funny, you guys were talking about that. I was not a geek as a kid. I was actually, um, I just kind of, you know, was with everybody. I loved the movies and stuff, you know, any of the movies that would come out. But I was never into the comics, never into cards, never collecting. Got into that much later. In fact, just got into that probably about, I don't know, eight, ten years ago. And just kind of just dove into it head first. So, uh, it gets expensive, but uh, it's... Uh, it's fun. It, it, it so, does get expensive, and yeah. that's one of the reasons why I, I got away from buying monthly issues, and I buy the graphic novels that's now. That's what I'm doing now. Monthly yeah. issues of what? <laughs> Comic books. What I step yeah. away for See one second. When you step out? <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> speaking of stepping out. 
No, that's why you have the internet. Uh, so uh, that's what I thought. Anywho, <laughs> so I have to head out. So this is the high priestess saying R2D2 be with you all, except for those of you who have been misbehaving, in which case C3PO will be haunting you because that's a little bitch who will <laughs> stick around and bug the crap out of you. That is my curse. All right. All right. So thank you so everybody much for take care and, and I'm sure I'll be talking to you all again soon. Take care. Bye. Right on. You doing musical chairs, Tyler? <laughs> we, can I, s- we can switch back if this is no, it's, no, it's fine. Yeah, I think I'm on. I'm all about the musical chairs. All right. Are you on desktop? What, yeah, it's fine. Okay. I, I put up a picture Sorry. for the live stream. It's just our picture. I was scared for a second there. I was no, like, no, wait, no. it doesn't even look like anything's recording. No, it all is. Okay. In fact, everything is still going. I just minimized it all. We're all good. Cool. We're live streaming. Awesome. We're on the internet. Tagged up. I said that we're live with Super Dave Rains. That's right. This is your man, Super Dave Rains from Big Show Entertainment Network. So you are a gamer, Super Dave, correct? Well, you know, I'm I'm not really a gamer. I love the board game stuff. I don't have a console anymore. I just don't have time for it. My son is a big gamer. Um, but I research it. You know, I just do a lot of reading. I, I read constantly, you know. So I'm researching games, tech toys. I like to be in the know. Um, you know, I research movies. I research cosplay, you know, I, I'm, uh, you know, the one thing about social media, it's great. It connects us, but it's like a 24 seven job, you know, um, our social media person, person, um, Miriam says I need to tweet 20 times a day. I I don't have time to tweet 20 times in a day, you know, I don't uh, have 20 things to say in a day that i think are worth sharing with I, I don't either i don't either so i'm like well what am i gonna what am i gonna do so uh you know i i do tweet from time to time i tweeted uh before coming over here to kapow and um instagram is really nice because i'll put pictures of this event up but facebook is like i'm like always touching it it's just constant and uh you know i love it it's a great resource it's got great information to bring people together from really pretty much all over the world actually i I almost forgot we have we have um members of our fan uh club which we call super cool nation Uh, i wanted to send a quick shout out to super cool nation uh we have uh, members in 18 states in three different countries i think now so uh, we're growing, and we really just started this thing back in April, uh, and it didn't really really take off until late June. So uh, we're seeing some pretty good growth, and I'm really happy about it. But you know, it's just a lot of work, guys. It, it the social media stuff is just you know, wow. Uh, it's it's tougher to get rid of social media than an ex wife. So, <laughs> 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 but. Which I have one of those. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, it's just, you know, it's just a great form for information. Yeah, and I, pr- I prefer Facebook to Twitter, but I have my Twitter obviously linked. Where can we right. find you on, on Twitter and Instagram since we're talking about that? Well, actually, um, I think you can find me on Twitter at uh, SDR 
the big show, I believe. Um, Instagram, I'd have to look again because I just started using it. But if you if you catch me on uh, Facebook at Super Dave Rains and the Big Show, or Big Show Games and Tech Toys, or Big Show Cosplay Channel, uh, I think you can email me. Um, let's see, it's uh, at is it at SDR? I'm gonna have to look it up. S- we have a Gmail account. I'm sorry, folks. I'm uh, I-, I will get it for you in just a second. It's, it's all good. <laughs> it's uh. Uh, SDR the big show at gmail.com if you want to get a hold of me uh, but uh, there's many avenues to do that and uh, I always answer um, I may not be able to answer Monday through Friday uh, during the day because I, I work in a location that doesn't allow cell phones <laughs> so but um, yeah that's definitely where you can find me so uh, on Twitter and, and Facebook uh Instagram, it's just so new. I haven't really gotten used to it yet. So besides the the big thing that you can't talk about, and you've already talked too much about, what do you guys have coming up next? Where where, where do our listeners go next to find out what's happening? Well, the next thing we have coming up is um, October the 22nd and the 23rd. That's Colorado Cosmic Con. And I want to send a shout-out to John. I can't say his last name, or HP is going to beat me over the head and shoulders. But uh, uh, Colorado Cosmic Con, which is the 22nd and 23rd of October at the Doubletree right here in Colorado Springs off uh, I-25 and Circle. That's really the next big thing for us. Uh, then, of course, we go to movies. So when we post a movie up on our site, um, we always invite our fan base out to meet us and go to the movies with us. So, uh, you know, if, uh, you know, if you're, uh, you're like me and you're single and, uh, you don't have anybody to go to the movies with, you can always go to the movies with us. We always do opening night. So there's no excuse for you sitting home alone, but, um, yeah, that's the next big thing for us. And I think, uh, after that, I think decadence, which will be the 30th and 31st of December, uh, it's the, you know, one of the things that we celebrate on Big Show Cosplay Channel is electronic dance music. So I'm a big bass head. So uh, I'm a huge Above and Beyond fan. Uh, Dead Mouse, uh, Knife Party, you name it, I love them. Uh, Tiesto, Josh Wink, um, Ronnie Cycli. So, <laughs> uh, so we will be at Decadence, Denver. Uh, we probably won't be in the event, but we'll cover it from the outside. Uh, I haven't had a, I haven't had a chance to email them yet, so we'll be doing that. Um, Galaxy Fest, I think, uh, is that February, guys? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Okay, so um, want to get uh, Sid in here in a minute. I'm going to step yeah. out and and have Sid come in, but th- that's that's she's one of the co-hosts on Big Show Cosplay Channel. And uh, one of the smartest people I know in the world of pop culture. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, turn it over to her. But, um, you know, guys, I I appreciate you having me on the program today. Oh, it was absolutely our pleasure. Yeah, I I just can't wait to to hang out with you guys again. And, uh, And it was Tyler and... Eric. Eric, okay. Eric and Tyler. Um, Guys, if you're not listening to Eric and Tyler, you're not plugged in. So you need to get with Eric and Tyler. These are two of the coolest dudes. 
in in pop culture. And if you want to find me, find them. So, <laughs> so it's kind of like uh, what is it? Uh, Black Panther. Where, where's his homeland? Wakanda. 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 So they're in Wakanda. I'm in Wakanda. So uh, hook up with them. But um, once again, thanks everybody. We love you. Uh, definitely follow. Uh, Big Show Entertainment Network, uh, Super Dave Reigns and the Big Show Movie Review Panel, Own the Love, uh, Big Show Games and Tech Toys, Game On, and Big Show Cosplay Channel. Always be yourself. Uh, And remember to own the love. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Loki, come talk to us. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you have a chance... Maybe take off your helmet. I suppose I could. Because it would be. We're a podcast mm-hmm. called Bitface. We're a local pop culture podcast. We're actually live streaming right now. Nice. So you should chat with us for like a minute or two. Yeah. Awesome. We'd love to have you. It'd be epic. Very well. She's so nice. Wow, you even have a handler, Loki. <laughs> Where should I sit? Right here is right good. Right there is fun. The cord goes on the left, and if you just talk kind of right in the mic. Oh, I suppose I'll put that down then. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Go go right into it. We often tell our guests, make make love to it. Make love to the mic. So get right up there. Right There you go. That Pretend sounds... it's a good date, yeah. <laughs> as the mortals call it. Yes. So we're here uh, at Kapow uh, on Nevada. We're talking to Loki. Absolutely. Gracing us with your presence today. Uh, why is that? Well, it was a good event, and it uh, struck my interest, especially because there's an artist here who tends to draw me a little bit. So Langdon happens to be here, and I had to go and speak with him. Did you already talk with him? A little bit, yes. How did, how did the conversation go? Well, it was good. We had to do a couple of corrections on my chin line in his illustrations. But that, that's what you're here for, though. You're here to make sure that, it, that, it, that it's drawn realistically, right? You don't want any subpar drawings of yourself, correct? Oh, absolutely. Who would want that? Right. I mean, mortals have a tendency to get everything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> so we, we can talk to you in character as Loki, or do you want to talk a, lot, a little bit why you cosplay as Loki? Um, well, because... Loki is the god of mischief and mayhem and chaos and everything that I am. So why not just be him? Besides, I have real hair, and my hair flows perfectly. It's, it's pretty gorgeous hair, man. I think in the wind, you would just... Uh, yes. <laughs> not to mention, I mean, there's something about being a villain that everybody loves. All of the villains have some form of a reason somebody doesn't care for them. Um, I actually go to New York each year to New York Comic Con, which is coming up in a couple of weeks, as myself. And they love me there, even though I completely leveled their city a couple of years back. You did, man. Bringing the Chitari down. I mean, what are you thinking, making deals with Thanos? Well, my brother was being stupid. <laughs> and can, can, can you address, wh- where has he been? Hiding. <laughs> Hiding. F- from you? Um, probably from his own shame. I mean, now, come on, think about it for just a moment here. My brother has this gorgeous Asgardian warrior back home, and he falls for this mortal, the, the, the lacking mortal. 
I mean, the curves aren't quite there. The attractiveness isn't there. And she's got no battle cry. She doesn't. I'd be embarrassed in hiding as well. I, I don't know if we're going to see uh, if we're going to see her again. I I think in your brother's absence, he might have found a, a, a new uh, a new bow, if you will. I do hope for his her sake. I understand there's a gender swap so going on, so I'm not <laughs> sure anymore. So, can you address? Last time we saw you, I'm pretty sure you might have killed Odin, or you have something to do with it. I have nothing to do with that. I was simply taking his place while he was absent. While he was absent, okay. I, I wanted, I wanted you to kind of, I wanted to address that because the last time that, that I think the last time we saw Loki, he was sitting in as Odin, correct? Well, I was sitting on my throne as I should be. Where, where, where you should be, precisely. See, the whole thing is that I'm just misunderstood. If people want to read more about Loki, if people want to understand you better. Comics, movies, what's the best way to do that? Well, as I said earlier, Langdon's doing an excellent job with the illustrations, and his comics are amazing. Should really probably look into those. Movies have a tendency to get, oh, over-exaggerated. Okay. So, your your, your your series right now, can I just pick it up right from issue one? Is that the best place to jump on? Always. I mean, my life is so interesting, you could pick it up from anywhere, and it would be amazing. But from the beginning, probably makes sense. Okay, okay. How long, how long has the book been running? How far back do I have to go? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I'm, I'm not familiar with the mortal time frame, so it's a little bit different in Asgardian time. Shame, shame on me for assuming. Yeah, it's, that's, that's what I get. That's my fault. <laughs> yeah. I was going to, you know, when you've been around for thousands or more years, like, who, who would be able to tell? It all starts to blur together after a while. So you said you're heading to New York Con in a couple weeks? Yes. Who are you excited to see there? Um, everybody. Uh, I, I'm a people person, so I don't particularly go for the talent that's booked for the convention. I go to mingle with the 250,000-plus people that will be at the convention. Wow, 250,000? Yes. Is that in one day? Uh, over the course of the four-day weekend. Wow, so it's a four-day con. Yes. I've, I've never done New York. I've done Chicago. I've done Denver. Never New York. Uh, it. I guess New York's the second biggest con in America, correct? It depends on what scale you're looking at. There's a couple that'll say it is, a couple that'll say it won't. Um, if you've done Chicago, you've done uh, C2E2? Uh, Wizard World. Okay, Wizard World. Okay. So Chicago has C2E2 as well, which is one of the biggest cons, but C2E2 and New York are run by the same company, so it's ReadPop. Um, both of them are on a very large caliber, large scale, and definitely com uh, competing with San Diego Comic-Con, Dragon Con, so some of the other majors around the country, uh, in fact, around the world as well. So um, they're starting to compete a lot with the Star Wars Celebration series. So they just had a Celebration in London a couple of months ago, and they're expecting to turn out at New York to be bigger. Really? Yep. Wow. Now, are you, are you, I know you're from Asgard, but when you're not in Asgard, local to the, the Colorado area, do you prefer to spend your time with us here in the CO? Yeah, absolutely. The mountains are beautiful. Okay. I, it, that would, that would brought you here, the, the majestic mountains. Does it kind of remind you of home at all? A little bit, yes. Um, you get such a good variance here. So you go from, you know, flat to the rise of the hills, to the hiking, to the people. Um, the sunsets are amazing. The weather is brilliant. Uh, a little warm for my taste, but... It'll suffice. Yeah, we don't, we don't have the frost giants uh, that 
you know, and I'm, I'm sure that kind of. We're, we're about to get colder though here. Yeah. Do you prefer do you prefer the winter the winter climate here to the summer? Well, how do you think we make the ski slopes proper? The frost giants do their work. <laughs> so, did you do DenverCon this year as well? Um, I did miss Denver DCC. DCC. Um, I was currently at Colorado Springs Comic Con, which is down the street, uh, a couple couple weeks ago. Uh, of course, um, my my local show is Galaxy Fest, which is coming up in February again. Um, I also do Star Fest, uh, Color of Cosmic Con. There's a few others that are bouncing around. We're starting to pop up with a lot of small cons in this town, and it's really nice to see us competing. Cosmic Con is the next con, correct? I, be- I believe so. It's at the end of October? Yeah, I believe that uh, Super Dave Reigns said it was October 20th through the 23rd. And can can our fans expect to see Loki there? Should yes. Okay, I don't want to hold you to anything. I know it. it you have to have a, a pretty busy schedule. So at, at times it gets a little hectic. I mean, you know, trying to run a universe is really time consuming. Have you ever thought about you know? I'm, I know you're you're kind of teaming up with Thanos, bringing kind of other villains into the mix to to assist you with with some of your evil doings or or your mischief. I you know, not necessarily evil. A good criminal never tells. Ah, so not going to reveal your plans today. Very, very smart as a villain. That's, that, was, that was played close to the vest. I like that. Indeed. Of course, that brings you back to the movie thing. The villains in the movies always tell what their plan is, and then they get foiled. That's just ridiculous. Why would you do that? I, I know. It's, it's such a ridiculous thing to give it away like that. And I, I think you, Loki, were one of the villains that, even though you were captured, you really did not give your, your plan away. I don't, I don't remember that specifically. Am I, am I correct there? Yeah, never did. Never did, never have, and never will. Now, Loki, you're human here. Is she live streaming this? Um, um, well, just she, recording it. Yeah, just recording. Okay, I was curious because I see her like walking. I was like, man, this is this would be nice to just have a human to walk around and just document your activities. Well, see, unlike my brother, I actually chose a really beautiful human. So a, a very stunning, really attractive one. Uh, in fact, at the moment, I keep going, a lot of people think she's Laura Croft right now. And I said she's much sexier than Laura Croft ever could be. And also much sexier than Natalie Portman. I know we're live streaming and we have no video, but you guys are going to have to take my word for it. So hey, Absolutely. In fact, uh, for you gentlemen, we'll pass these on. Oh, yes, please. Fantastic. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I professional business cards, so I have contact information. Do other cosplays as well, but of course, this is my primary and my favorite. I was going to ask what other disguises you like to, to get into, because, you know, <laughs> when we see you in the movies, you, you float from character to character pretty seamlessly. What else, what else could we expect to see you dressed up as? Well, imagine this, Loki with a lightsaber. So Jedi are very appealing to me. Now, I do prefer the Old Republic, uh, and the battle armor is quite amazing. So wait till you see the battle armor coming up in Ragnarok. Yeah, definitely okay. influence. Um, let me see. Past in the past, I've always liked playing around with uh, the characters. Not everybody likes to do, so I, you know, I made the mistake one time of doing my own version of Wolverine. It was well accepted, but it's going to be hard to top Hugh Jackman. When you say your version of Wolverine, what did you do differently than the, I guess a typical Wolverine I'd see at a con? Um, well, I I attempted. To look as good as as Hugh Jackman, and for a mortal, it's very difficult to beat. So, um, hence I say my version. Uh, nowhere near as good as him. 
Now, of course, uh, on the other side of things, um, Cyclops, fun character, depending on the version. So I do uh, my version of Ultimate uh, Avengers Cyclops, uh, or Ultimate X-Men, sorry, uh, because in the apocalyptic uh, Renegade, when they finally get into it, um, they've taken him from kind of a quiet pansy character to a pretty good badass. And once you get into the badass, it's really fun to play around with a character like that. Cyclops is a hard character to to do for exactly the reasons you said. He has a perception, even though he is the le- de facto leader of the X-Men, a lot of people really don't like him in that role. And I'm, I'm glad. Now, when you say you do the, the ultimate version, remind me, what does that costume look like? Which, which Cyclops is that? Now, it's back to the blue and yellow. Okay. Uh, so it is blue. But the nice thing about that is that they've gone to a short sleeve. So he's actually showing off a little bit of muscle, a little bit of skin on it. He loses the head sock which is nice. So you kind of go along the movie line where no head sock is involved. Still got the beautiful yellow visor, uh, but he's got long flowing hair, a little scruffy looking. And technically, uh, depending on when you go into that universe, there's a point in time where he and Wolverine have a fight and he actually loses one of his hands. Or sorry, Wolverine loses a hand, Cyclops loses an eye. So it makes it really interesting to play with the visors at that point in time. How does Cyclops losing an eye affect his ability to shoot beams out of it? <laughs> it, it I suppose it's not as uh, widespread. I, okay, yeah, that's, that's seriously, that's what I, I wasn't asking a jokey question. That's what I was wondering. Would, would he lose half of his power? Yes, technically it did. Okay, and Wolverine losing a hand, what did Wolverine replace that hand with? Was it like a, a hook? Or? Um, that's a good question. I try not to pay attention to him anymore. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Hey, that's, that's, that's completely fair. So you're definitely not going back to the Wolverine. No, no, no. Yeah, um, you know, with time as hair has grown, um, I fit much more into the characters I play now. Wolverine has always been a shorter hair version. Uh, if you ever went to a long hair version, it might be something to consider. Might get to see that in the Old Man Logan storyline I've heard we're getting in the next Wolverine movie, but I, I don't know. I, I think we're going to get to see a grayed up, uh, crustier Hugh Jackman. For I mean, it's his last appearance in the role. I hope he does well with it. Yeah, so they say. <sighs> yeah, because they, they also said he wasn't going to appear in um, in the most recent X-Men movie, and we know how that worked out. Spoiler alert, he, mm. he does pop up as, uh, as a very Walt Simonson-esque Weapon X, uh, if you will, popping out of the tank. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, and then we'll see Loki next again in Ragnarok. Is yes. that the next time you're going to show up? Yep. Okay. I'm, I'm excited. I'm and, excited yep, for that. And I'm still waiting for my independence to come out. You know, if there was a villain in the Marvel Universe you could do a solo movie of, I don't think there's a better choice than Loki. Absolutely not. That, that's an easy decision. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's a better... I, I, I think Loki rides the fine line of, yeah, he's a bad guy. But he's a bad guy you like to cheer for, if that makes sense. Yeah, very much. Whereas I wouldn't watch a solo Doctor Doom movie, especially the newest Doctor iteration of Doctor Doom. I think that'd be a pretty boring film. Yeah, I could see that. Um, there's not too many villains out there that could pull it off. Um, Magneto, maybe. Mm, yeah, but how much can he move spoons around before you get tired of seeing it? <laughs> that's, that's very true. Uh, and yeah, I guess he's he's used pretty sparingly, uh, especially in the new X Men movie. They they don't use him as as much, and he's used to he's used to pretty good effect. What's your favorite Marvel movie? I mean, you don't have to pick one that you're in. Oh, um, well, unfortunately, it, it, it's definitely the ones I'm in. Um, my brother is a good showman, 
So I got to give them that. The Thor movies have been very well done, but the entire Marvel universe has been pretty amazing the way that they've done it all. Um, the Avengers, as much of a headache as they might be to me, uh, they're entertaining. I just prefer to stay away from the green guy. Yeah, he kind of he kind of works you over a little bit. I won't admit that. <laughs> how how long does it take someone of your stature to recover after a beating from the Incredible Hulk? Well, that one was surprising. Uh, it was at least a couple of days. So, you know, that's, that's a little different. I mean, as, as you see throughout the battles that we do when we're on other planets, it's almost instantaneous as if nothing happened. So he has a heck of a punch. I imagine a, a, a god probably heals a lot quicker than a, than a mortal, though, correct? Absolutely. Yes. I, in fact, I was really surprised he actually drew blood. <laughs> so, I mean, a, a couple Asgardian aspirin and you're on your way, or how does that work? We have better. We have uh, the Asgardian liquors is amazing. You didn't. You didn't bring any that you could share with us. Do you? We're, we're kind of connoisseurs, so or would it would it just melt my esophagus because I'm not worthy? I didn't want to um, rain on Kapow's parade with being the coffee shop, and, and you know their beverages are already godlike. So I didn't want to give them competition. I I agree with you. We had some coffee this morning, and it was delicious. It Excellent. was it was fantastic. I, I might have to try that. You should you, sh- you should definitely have some of our you know I, I might not be as guardian quality, but it should be pretty good. Nice. We we do the best we can as mortals down here. You know, I know, I know you often laugh at our our foibles, but well, <laughs> if you know, what is life without laughter? Laughter makes everything better. I mean, at least we can present you some humor with our our ways and our antics. So. Might as well learn what we have to offer, even if it's not quite as splendid. Yeah, um, actually, I've, I've, I've learned you have a lot more to offer than simply dying, so that's a good thing. <laughs> I'm glad we've been able to kind of, you know, teach you a little bit. I know you seemed very, um, very angry in Avengers. In fact, you called Black Widow a mewling quim. I, I don't think, and that's, you know. My opinion doesn't change on that one. Still no. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I, I like Black Widow, but I can see where you're coming from there. Uh, So you got New York Comic Con coming up. That's a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. After that, where can people see you locally? Um, if someone wants to come out and have a conversation like we're having right now with Loki, where can they do that? You know, typically any of the local cons here in the Springs, uh, I, I'm pretty much at those. Uh, sometimes I make it up to Denver for the bigger cons. Um, travel around a bit. So for the winter, it might be a little slow. I kind of enjoy the cold, so I don't want to go indoors as much. Uh, but I know absolutely come February, Galaxy Fest will be happening downtown again at the, uh, the Antlers. Um, that's our kind of our big local, so looking forward to that one. Uh, as you said earlier, Cosmic Con. Uh, I'm, I'm fairly certain I'll be making an appearance there for a bit. So that'll be, that'll be the next time that we can see you locally. We'll locally. be at Cosmic Con. Yes. And then um, it's Galaxy Fest is February, correct? Correct. Tell us a little bit about that, because we did not go last year, not because we didn't want to. We had something going on that weekend. We were definitely planning on being there this year, so what can we expect? Well, okay, so Galaxy Fest is, as you said, it's a local. Um, it was a local couple decided they wanted to do something here in the Springs instead of having everybody have to go up to Denver on a regular basis. So they started the organization. Uh, it went for a couple of years, and then, unfortunately, the founder passed. Um, but 
uh, his wife decided to keep the dream going. So a couple of other people have joined team with her, and they're keeping it going. It's growing very, very exponentially, which is fantastic to see. Uh, the caliber of guests we're bringing in is huge, um, and the event itself is just really kind of growing. So it's a good draw. Um, a lot of good family entertainment. Uh, like last year, they revamped things around a lot to do a lot more activity entertainment instead of just having people walking around. So it was kind of nice there were more events going on. Uh, also opportunities to mingle with the guests instead of just having somebody sit in a table in a panel room. So it was kind of nice that way. Any, uh, any guests you can, uh, you can announce yet, or is it too early because it's February? Um, they haven't solidified as of yet, so I don't want to drop any names and then have somebody change their mind or something like that. So. And that's, that's par for the course for cons. So I don't think I've ever seen a con where one person hasn't canceled, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Or unfortunately, you get a couple of the cons who, you know, they, they use the draw of a name and then very last second will say, oh, that person canceled when that person was never technically slated. And it's one of the things I like about the locals here in the Springs is they don't try to deceive people in that manner. Yeah, and I um, I hate hearing that. Yeah, I hate hearing, I mean, as much as you like mischief, that's not the kind of mischief I think any of us as fans want to deal no. with, right? No. Well, I mean, think about the uh, the little kid who really wants to see that person. If it gets canceled, you know, you and I can cry our eyes out in a beer or whatever. The little kid... That's that's who I think about. Like, come on, don't don't do that to somebody. If someone's going to be there, awesome. But if they're not, don't make promises that you can't. Yeah, get people excited, get their hopes up. You know, like for some reason, um, you know, a lot of people like William Shatner. Okay, now he's a very interesting mortal. Um, I like his space adventures. He's probably the biggest space slut I've ever seen. So that's great, you know. Very interesting man. I'd love to meet him. But every time I hear that he's somewhere I'm going, and then he doesn't show up, I'm disappointed. You know, and you don't want to disappoint a god. And uh, he was supposed to be here three years ago and bailed, right? Correct. Or four years ago? Was it three something like that? Yeah, I think it was the year before we first started going. Yeah, because yeah, he, I think he was here at the first one. Because um, my or brother, no, maybe it was Stan Lee was supposed to be here and Shatner replaced him. So yes. maybe Shatner has been here. Shatner has been here. Shatner actually he read uh, he read books to kids yes, at yes, Denver yes. Comic Con. So in fact, yeah, this last summer uh, they actually both made it last summer. So it was kind of nice. Both Stanley and William Shatner were there. Um, my understanding is, I believe Stanley's supposed to be at New York, and it's supposed to be one of his last cons. Oh wow! So yeah, I think his last last con is up in Canada, so we don't even get the pleasure of being there for that. Oh, you could just uh, take a flight up there, eh? Yeah, that's. I guess that's true. Maybe we need to go to Can- Bitface Canada edition. We, you know. There's got to be some Mounties that want to be on Bitface, so we can figure that out. The new Super Troopers movie is all America versus Canada. Yeah. Could Stan Lee as a Mountie. I don't think he would be, you know, he's, he's cameoed as everything else. I mean, he was a strip club DJ for crying out loud. I, I think Stan would do the Mountie thing, right? <laughs> That'd be brilliant. I want, him to st- I want him to cameo as me. That would be pretty cool. I Actually, I, I'm shocked Marvel hasn't thought of that. You should... You've got your ways. You can you can send that up the chain, right? See, Marvel's got to do a movie where they do a shot at a convention with the real superheroes amongst the cosplayers and Stan Lee cosplaying Loki. I like it. I like it a lot. Anybody in particular you're excited about seeing in New York? Or I know you said you you really like to go for the people, and um, I, I get that completely. Yeah, like I said, honestly, I haven't even looked at the guest list. 
So I spend most of my time on the floor. Um, believe it or not, but Loki loves having his picture taken. I'm kind of a whore in that manner. It's, uh, <laughs> that's understandable. We we like to grab pictures with everyone we can. And honestly, I don't I don't think I got a chance to see anyone. I I just mingled with all the people. That's that's my favorite thing to do as well. Absolutely. Yes. You know, I may not be a god, but I hang out with other mortals. Yeah. So, it's uh, the saying, you know, uh, variety is is the spice of life, and two hundred thousand people is quite a bit of variety. Yeah, I would say so. Where do they hold the uh, the New York Comic Con? It's at the Javits Center, which is in Manhattan. Uh, it's a very very beautiful center, very large, uh, right along the river. So it's kind of nice because I actually I stay over in uh, Jersey and take the ferry over. Uh, I love riding ferries. So beautiful on the water. Can't beat that. Where, where does that come from? Did you ride ferries in, in Asgard? Where does your love of ferries? Or is that just something traditionally American, uh, Industrial Revolution, if you will, that you enjoy? Well, the, the thing about fairies in Asgard is as if you caught the movies you see that there's this terrible waterfall at the very end so you really don't want to be on the water much at least not long but you know in, in New York it's just amazing because of the caliber of people that you meet on the boats as the ferries are going by so a lot of entertainment there and then if you're going in the right direction you get that beautiful green statue out there waving to you so with a big torch held high it's kind of nice I figured Loki would, wouldn't be a fan of the Statue of Liberty, but it sounds like you are. Of course, it's green. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> I didn't, and now I feel bad. <laughs> I was going to say, you might as well just replace it with a statue of himself. Hmm. Now, now you're giving him ideas. Yes. yes. <laughs> might have to happen. Like right on the, uh, the cover of the issue of Vote for Loki. Just take that. Yeah, I might have to go have a conversation with Langdon about that. About replacing the Statue of Liberty. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Tell him that Bitface recommended it. Uh, yeah, definitely. Throw, throw our name in there. Definitely. I could do that. Let's see what kind of strings I could pull for you. All right. <laughs> well, if there's anybody we want pulling strings, it is, it's Loki. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, string puller, master of mischief. Indeed, indeed. But as far as the statue goes, you know, unfortunately the X-Men already messed with it enough. Uh, I don't, I, it didn't seem like people were thrilled by that. No, yeah, they weren't. So will you be using a different disguise in New York, or will you be in your true form all three days or four um, days? No, I have, I have multiple um, variants when I want to take a break and, and you know, get away from the crowds a little bit and enjoy. So um, I'm actually debuting a new character this year. Uh, so any super fans out there who have you know, seen the movie Super, um, I will be bringing out the Holy Avenger. Really? Yes. Now, have you ever seen anyone else ever cosplay as the Holy Avenger? Because I certainly have not. Never. Not once, which is why I want to do it. And that was Nathan Fillion's character, correct? correct? Yes. Wow. That's... Yes. What a great great cosplay. It should be a lot of fun. Do you Um, already have it uh, put together? Mostly. Uh, I have my... Taylor is uh, currently working on finalizing some of the... um, uh, accessories for it, uh, but the rest of it is is basically done already. So we've done a test fitting and a test run, and pretty happy with how the character's looking. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I have another that um, it's a shock factor character, but you know um, the biggest thing with the cosplay world is there's a lot of gender bender characters, especially a lot of females playing male characters. And I figured it was time to 
play around with that aspect a little bit and take a godlike approach to a male playing a female character. So if everything comes together, I should be doing one day as Slave Leia. Now, that is a costume I have seen on a male. Um, yes. How do you plan on pulling that off? And out of your choices of costumes, that has to be the most uncomfortable to wear around, correct? Um, well, nothing's as uh, uncomfortable as the shackles my, and, and gag my brother put me in. And once I had the shackles and gag, seriously, the, the idea of Slave Leia was a real easy thought. It came to mind very quickly. Uh, do you have that costume? Some of it. Built. Still okay. working on the uh, details on that one. What's the hardest cosplay you've ever had to pull off? Mm. Um, yeah, at one time in the past, I did a version of Heath Ledger's Joker, and it was brilliant costume very very detail uh, accurate so with the with the clothing and everything to it but the hardest part about that is being in makeup for 16 hours uh, with um, skin censure for the scarring um, it was challenging quite so it, it sounds like the makeup might be more challenging sometimes than the things that you have to wear. Oh, typically yes. Do you prefer cosplay without a helmet or do you prefer having your face more accessible, if you will, because I've, I've never cosplayed before. It's been discussed, and everything I've looked at, I'm like, I can't have anything on my head all yeah. day long. You know, it's it's a challenge to put something on your head because it affects a lot of things. It throws you off your, your perception a little bit, especially if you cover your ears or your eyes partially or at all. So it makes a big difference. So my helm, for example, covers my ears. Uh, it throws off what you're hearing and the direction you're hearing things from. So you play with adjustments on that, but also the weight of things and then making the your head hot sweat things like that so sometimes there's adjustments that you can make through experience to make things better so for example uh, i'm gonna just pass my helm out you guys just feel this and oh wow i I think i could handle wearing this all day yeah um i think that helm wears approximately half a pound so that's got to be a lot easier than much, much easier. So it's through what the kind years of magic of, is this? <laughs> um, well, you know, a lot of people play with different forms of foam and things like that. Um, in the real world, I, I restore cars for a living. So I have a little different aspect to how I work with materials. Um, and I ventured into using an automotive foam instead of the typical uh, camp pad or foam that the, most of the cosplayers use. It's a much lighter and a much more durable product and really easy to work with. So, um, great cosplayer, but you bring something else to the table because you came down today in character. I have mad respect for that. Do you do that for everyone you cosplay as? Oh, absolutely. Really? So you go you go the full... Because I see... We talk to cosplayers pretty frequently. Very rarely. Maybe 1% character. That's, that's the hard part, right? I mean, making the costume has to be pretty difficult, but maintaining a character all day, that also has to be very difficult. As long as you can find a character which you can fit or fits you... It, it's relatively simple to do. Um, the, the catch is that when you get somebody who's trying to do a character that's either so over the top and out there that it's impossible to be the character, or you take a character that's completely not even close to you, and you like the look of the character, but there's no way you can, you can step into the shoes. Uh, so it makes it a little bit difficult sometimes. Um, like, um, try to think of like a, a radical character. I mean, anybody trying to play the Hulk, for example. Okay? I have seen some very impressive cosplays of the Hulk. 
but yeah. nobody's ever going to get as big as the CGI version of the Hulk. Um, and even at that, take Lou Ferrigno. You find me 99% of the bodybuilders out there that are built in the size of him that can act. I mean, you could have people cosplay Lou Ferrigno, though. True. As the Hulk. True. Which would be pretty kind of, pretty neat to see. Now, are you going to be in character as Slave Leia? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, uh, as much as I can, yes. Wow. See, because, you know, I, I see the Slave Leias with the beards and stuff, and ha, 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 mm-hmm. ha. But if you went in character, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have to do the best I can with it and pull it off as much as I humanly can. Have you done a, a female before? Um, not, not a character like that, no. No. Okay. No, I mean, I've done stuff um, theater-wise where I had to play, a, a, but it was a, a small thing. So nothing like pulling it off for a 10- or 12-hour day. So you're going to do Loki. You're going to do Slay of Leia. You yeah. mentioned you're going to do a, a, you know, a, probably a, a costume a day. What, what are the other two going to be? Um, probably just going to be the three. Okay, so okay. I, I have a funny feeling if things go the way uh, my schedule's looking, it'll probably be the Slave Lay on Thursday, Holy Avenger on Friday, and then plan for Loki Saturday, Sunday. But it's going to also depend on the response I get from the others. Uh, if I get really overwhelmingly positive response, then I'll bring the character back out. So you mentioned earlier, and I'm going to use your words, that you are a whore. <laughs> uh, picture we, whore. Picture whore. Yes. Okay, picture whore. Was it thank you for being specific. Was yes. it phrased that way before? I think that's what he said. Yeah, well, uh, technically, I said when uh, I love having my photo taken. When it comes to photos, I'm a whore. Oh, okay. Yes. Is that what drew you to cosplay? Um, no, the, the ability of doing the characters and, and creating something that people can relate to was definitely the draw. But when I did something of caliber to the point that enough people really wanted pictures and really liked the character, that kind of flipped it over a little bit. So I like being able to do something that is... Um, not only recognizable, but the compliments of things being the best uh, best I've ever seen, uh, the most accurate I've ever seen. Uh, for example, uh, my Loki is uh, Tom Hiddleston approved of him, and I went. That was probably one of the best compliments I ever got. As Did you a get cosplayer. to meet Tom? Uh, I didn't meet him, but we are um, unofficially. I, I can't give information as to who he is on it, but we're friends on, on uh, Instagram and Facebook, and yeah, he approved of my outfit. Um, but, I mean, even Langdon here, who's the artist for the comic series, uh, completely blown away by my outfit, which is really a compliment. It's the biggest compliments I can get. So it makes all your hard work, because I imagine you work on your... Oh. I mean, working on the costume is one thing. Working on the character, that's a whole different ballgame, and you do both. Yeah. yeah. The character, to me, is the easy part. I, I, I am an actor, so a lot of years of experience playing with that. Um, luckily, Loki is simple. He's got a very subtle accent, which isn't too bad to play with. Uh, his mannerisms, he's, he's almost pompous, almost a little bit English which kind of makes it a little easier to play with. Gee, could figure because he's English. Um, So that helps out a lot because, not that we want to delve into it, but I have 15 years of experience as a street actor at the Colorado Renaissance Festival and as well as Renaissance Festivals around the country. So I've gotten very accustomed to being in character for 10 and 12-hour days. So, at, like at a Renaissance festival, would you be a, a knight, for example, or what would I have you play? Been. You have been okay. Yep. Um, I have been a knight. I've been a romancer on the streets. Uh, I've been a beggar. Um, 
Colorado Renaissance Festival, most people would recognize me as Scuttlebutt the Silly Sailor. So um, I literally walk around with a bucket of water throwing water at people all day. That's got to be a lot of fun. Oh, so much fun. Anybody ever get super pissed? Yes. (laughs) Yes. And typically if they do, I throw more water at them. (laughs) Now I want to see that. Uh, (laughs) Well, come on out to the Renaissance Festival next season. Yeah, because that's over now, right? Correct. But that's that's down the street. Uh, Falcon? Not Falcon. Uh, uh, Larkspur. Larkspur, Larkspur. that's yep. right. Um, yep. And that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. And so between cons and doing the Renaissance Festival, and you said your normal job, you restore vehicles. Yes. You must, you like having a lot of fun. That's great. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. When you, uh, And this is completely separate from Cosplay Comic Con. What kind of cars do you restore? I'm just talking as a gearhead here. <laughs> um, a lot of classics and muscle cars. So, for example, at the moment in my shop, I've got a 53 Chevy Bel Air, a 67 Firebird 400, a 70 uh, Dodge Challenger, um, let me see, a 77 Camaro, 81 Jeep, so a big variety. Is your shop uh, local here in the Springs? Yeah. Uh, I actually own own and run professional window tint, and then I do the restoration work on the side. I work sometimes with Custom Auto Rebuilder and sometimes on my own. Okay. So. And cosplay and for your shop where can we can we find you on facebook where can our listeners uh... yeah absolutely uh on facebook i do have professional window tint is on there um cosplay wise uh i have an instagram it's loki dark world but it's underscores so loki underscore dark underscore world uh i definitely love being found on there uh i try to post and share as much as i can up there especially when i'm at the cons but i love passing out cards uh, so people can share their photos as well i don't always have a camera um, so a lot of fun playing with that. Um, I also do a lot of other stuff locally. Uh, I work with a couple of the theaters. I actually do fight choreography for a couple of local theaters. So I spent uh, quite a few years working with Black Box, which unfortunately shut down recently. I just did a, uh, a play with Set, and I am currently working with Cheyenne Mountain High School on their fall project. Wow. Uh, you got your you got your hands in a lot of stuff then. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's good. I, I think being uh, when you're when you're not busy, you're bored, and when you're bored, you get into trouble or mischief, if you will. <laughs> At least I do. Yeah. No, well, that that's, that tends to come with uh, everything else as well. Well, thank you for sitting down with us. It's it's oh, yeah. not often we have a god on the podcast, so <laughs> well, it's it's been a pleasure.